Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the OCNJ Local, your podcast for everything happening here in America's greatest family resort. We're your hosts, Dominic Doherty and Drew Fazy. And we are your local guys. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm, you know, it's February. You know, it's, it's not the end of February. It's not June, July, August, or September. It's February. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, man. We're less than 100 days to Memorial Day now. Do you know the number? I don't. I can't Google it at I, this point, but I know it's less than 100 because I saw someone come out saying 98 the other day. It's 96 days until Memorial Day. That's you. three you months before the show. Three months and less than a week. That wow. is good stuff. That is good wow. stuff. We're through, uh, I wouldn't say we're through the worst of it, but we're through. No, March and always got a sneaker in there for us. Yeah. Yeah, March sucks. Daylight savings coming, though. It's about to start again. Days are getting longer. Days are definitely getting longer. Spring forward here in a couple weeks, and then it's all downhill from there. All downhill from there. Yes, you know, we kind of had we, we had President's Day weekend last weekend. That's if you ask me, that's like the unofficial start to spring. That's when people start to like, all right, start coming down, start getting out a little bit more, 
you know, uh, my buddy at the gym said that we have our first 60, 60 degree day on the forecast next week. So wait a minute, wait a minute. President's Day weekend is the start to spring. The is unofficial, unof, unofficial start to spring. Unofficial. Yeah, Dominic, the town is definitely Dominic Doherty. That is the mother of of wishful thinking. I, I mean, there were a lot of people in town, and I applaud was, you, my friend. I it was I busy this past that's weekend. That's awesome. It was busy. There's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. spring, like people start to come out. You know, they're kind of over the holiday hangover. That's gone now. People are like, all right, let's start doing something new. Got a little bit of weekend. People come out. People are around. It was busy. I'm sorry. I, I thought you were referring to weather. No, that's why no, I'm, no, I'm just talking to like, you know, starting. People are getting out of their house. They're hibernating. Some some of the early risers are waking up from their winter hibernation and, and coming out. You know, yeah, certainly that, nobody's starting the power washing yet, though. No, definitely yeah. not. I need to do that to my house this year. Bad. I need a power wash. If any power washers out there want to trade some uh, shout outs for some for power wash, let me know. <laughs> you know, I'm going to throw it out there. So uh, I, I wasn't planning on it, but I'm going to I'm going to throw it out there. Matt Lane. He's a teacher at the intermediate school. Uh, Matt's a good dude. And uh, he has a power washing business uh, that he that he runs during the summer or spring, summer, and fall weekends during the summer and afternoons in the, uh, weekends in the spring. Uh, and Matt's a great guy. So uh, if you're looking for a power washer, Dom, Matt's your dude. I'll, I'll tell him you sent me. Maybe he'll charge me double for that. <laughs> he might. Any good chance for sure. So, uh, Drew, you got any shout outs for us this week? I do have some shout outs. I do. I do. So, first shout out um, Ian Crowley, 18 year old OCHS senior, achieved the rank of Eagle Scout. Uh, if you, if you know, uh, Eagle Scout is very difficult to achieve. Takes a lot of time, a lot of hard work. Uh, for Ian's project, he created a series of posters that have QR codes that lead you to complete a self-guided tour of the life-saving station here at uh, 4th and Atlantic, which is kind of cool. Uh, nice. So con- that, becoming an Eagle Scout is 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 not easy. Um, takes, you know, not just the project, it's years of dedication to the Boy Scouts. So congrats, Ian. Uh, Ian's a kid that I, uh, he's Terry Crowley, a first ward councilman's son. And I coached him in both football and hockey. And Ian's a real good kid, a really bright kid. Um, I think uh, Ian's, Ian's on his way somewhere. We'll see where. Um, so congrats, Ian. Second shout out is to OCHS senior Corey Segich, uh, who became a member of the 1,000 plus uh, scoring club in basketball. Uh, 
Corey's the 15th boy and the 26th basketball player in school history to score uh, more than 1,000 points. Awesome. So, yep. Lisa Foglio holds the record for most points in school, school history with 1,970 points. Think about that. That's close to 500 points a season for four consecutive years. Pretty amazing. Yeah, you're only um, playing, what, 25 games? If that, yeah, with playoffs, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So congrats to Corey. Uh, final shout out uh, is to the Ocean City Housing Authority and the city of Ocean City for the construction of 10 low to moderate income housing units, uh, five duplexes, all nearing completion. Uh, they're located on the 200 block of Simpson. Uh, there's two at Third and Haven, and there's two at uh, 3300 Bay Avenue, the site of the old um, uh, American Legion site on Bay Ave. Um, I mentioned this before, Dom. Um, Ocean City is in. So those units help Ocean City meet their uh, state mandated um, number of low to moderate income housing. But um, I, as I mentioned before, I think the um, need for low and moderate income housing in Ocean City is an existential crisis. Uh, and I mentioned that my opinion is that we should build an apartment building on the newly acquired uh, Per Egan site, but that's a different, different subject. But I just wanted to give it a shout out to the housing authority for uh, uh, moving forward with these projects and, and getting 10 new units for low to moderate income families uh, to move into Ocean City. My understanding is that there were very few, I, it's shocking to me, honestly, but there were very few Ocean City residents who applied. Really shocking to me, but that's that's what I heard. So we had we're gonna I have to see that families though. in town or 10, 10 families staying in town, however it shakes out. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Maybe and the buildings are nice. I, I I don't know if you've seen them, but they're you know, duplexes like we see all over the place. Yeah, no, I saw pictures of them in the daily. They do look like nice homes. Yeah. Nicer than my house. <laughs> no, your house is a home, my friend. That's true. Your, your house is your house is a home. I still got some you, of that old you, Ocean City charm. You do. It's it's nice. Yeah. You Not much have it left. Not much of it left. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. What year was we, your house uh built, Dom? You know? I'm probably around the same time you were born, like 1955. If I had one of those balloons <laughs> right now. <laughs> It would be X-rated. Um, <laughs> my house was built in in after I was born in 1967, oh, so I well, have, good. you know, what would be considered not an old home, but 
for Ocean City, it's an older home. It's practically an antique. Both of our houses. Yeah. Given the historical society, since pretty much every house around me is, you know, three years old. Same here. Same here. You know, it's funny. So in, in my, um, in my, uh, uh, working life, I, I bought and sold a lot of properties, had rental properties and all that. Never developed a new, new home. Always, always remodeled. I owned a house on, um, it was a triplex, but really it was a house with a couple of units behind it on West Avenue that was uh, built in 1911, I think. I think That's it was cool. 1911. And uh, when I bought it, um, it was kind of a dump, you know, uh, had been a rental. And all the neighbors came over. Are you tearing this down? Are you tearing this down? I'm like, no, I'm not tearing it down. Same with this house. Everybody asked me if I was tearing it down. Always remodeled, never built. No, I, I, I just have a have a penchant for, for older homes and you can, you can make them not new, but you can give them a new, uh, new life. I gave no, this I, house. I would have never thought your house was, uh, built in the sixties. Definitely not. Yeah. I gave it another 50 years, man. That you did. And it, and it's solid. I mean, they don't, they don't, they're not built today the way they were back in the sixties. I'll agree with that because I've seen quite a few go up recently and uh, you could see me, I'm making a face. Yeah. Well, just the lumber itself, the lumber is not as solid as it was back then. You know, the old growth lumber was just more solid, you know, you would know you were probably out there chopping down some of those trees to build your house when, when you were a young lad. There goes that balloon again over my head with the X-rated thoughts. Out there, you know, like the, like the old time cartoon, like you and your brother each at the end of the saw going back and forth, just like that, right? <laughs> Is my nose real long like this? Yeah, maybe. So, but no, we'll take a quick break and when we come back, we'll get into uh, our topic for the day uh, e bikes and their emergence here in Ocean City and what it means for the town and, and all the visitors. So, stick with us, we'll be right back. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, everyone, we are back, and uh, the title of this show is This Hog Gets 50 Miles to the Gallon. Drew, do you know what I'm referencing here? I do not, sir. Oh, man. See, that's a that's a My Generation movie. Uh, it's a quote from uh, Dumb and Dumber, fitting for our podcast here. Um, <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever even seen that movie, Drew? I have. It's awesome. Oh, it's good. It's well, then you remember the part where he rides back on the little moped and he says this hog gets 50 miles of the gallon. And uh, it's not Lloyd, it's Harry. Harry goes, just when you can't be any stupider, you go and do something like this and totally redeem yourself. <laughs> so, I do remember that now, but I couldn't place it. 
Yeah. Yes. That's how it gets 50 miles to the gallon. But no, man, uh, e-bikes, they are, they've hit Ocean City hard in the past uh, two years. Uh, you know, we first had golf carts and now it seems like then we had scooters for a hot second and then e-bikes have, have emerged on the scene and I feel they are here to stay. Um, for sure. And uh, it's crazy because it's not just, you know, with golf carts, you majority have to have a license to drive these around. Um, you know, with e-bikes, though, anybody can get one. My son asked me for an e-bike every day, and I say, no, you don't need an e-bike. Um, because they are uh, they're motor vehicles. They go fast. They go, you know, 25, 30 miles an hour. So, okay, let's talk, let's talk specs first. All right, so there's classifications of motorized bicycles. You have a class one, class two, and class three. Class three is a moped, as you mentioned a minute ago. Uh, and to drive a moped, you have to be at least 15 years old and you have to have a license to operate it. So that's a higher uh, wattage uh, bike and a higher speed bike. Okay. Class no. one and class two okay. are, are the low speed electric bicycles. Um, Class, and, and they're just separated by class one is uh, provides assistance only when the rider is pedaling. And class two is a motor that may be used exclusively of, of up, uh, uh, the pedals. if the rider is pedaling. Um, okay. Both of them uh, have a maximum speed of 20 miles an hour. Um by by law mm -hmm. um I, I think you and i and most people would think and probably know that they i think they actually go uh faster than uh 20 miles an hour and yeah. they have a maximum uh uh watt motor of 750 uh 750 watts and most e-bike manufacturers offer models that are 750 watt motors and an advertised speed of of 20 miles an hour. Okay, um, which is what my son has, which is now I have because he's in college. Um, he but, didn't bring that out there with him. Uh, no, he didn't. He did not. Um, That's crazy. I totally bought that out there. That would have been fun to whip around in the mountains. Yeah, I hid it from him the day he moved because I wanted it. So you stole it from him, basically. Covertly. Well, I per you know I bought it. So did I steal it? Well, you gave it to him. This is true. I would assume. So then, yes, you did steal it from him. But I don't know. That's a big so, area because I do that all the time with my kid too. Like, well, I bought it, so <laughs> it's mine, right? Yeah. Uh, well, and possession is nine tenths of the law, and I have it, so it's mine. There you go. Um, so I e bikes are, you know, e bikes are are uh, an important form of transportation today, right? They're pro they've become a primary mode of transportation for some people. Um, yeah, because they they provide um, uh, transport for people with limited uh, limitations physical limitations 
uh, based on age, fitness levels, injuries, disabilities, right? Um, they're popular along, uh, among people who uh, can't get a driver's license for whatever reason or lost their driver's license, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they save on gas, they save on parking, they save on car payments, they save on repairs, they save on fees. Um, Don't need e-bike insurance, I'm sure, in the state of New Jersey. Yeah, probably. But, you know, there, there's a lot of people out there who can't afford cars, can't get a car, can't, you know, it's mostly affordability, right? And allows people to, you know, if you if you live in in uh, Summers Point or Egg Harbor Township and your job is in Ocean City, just as an example, and you can't afford a car or you can't get a driver's license, uh, you know, an e-bike is a great alternative. So they're they're not the devil, right? There's a lot of lot of upsides in it. If you're a senior uh, and you want you want to be out and about, but can't necessarily, you know, ride a bike that uh, that well for whatever physical reason, an e-bike is a great alternative, right? Um, no, I, I'm not saying they're bad. I think the biggest concern that I have with them, especially in Ocean City, is that while they're good for adults that can't get licenses or, you know, don't want a car, can't drive, you know, need some transportation, it seems that it, on the island, it's being adopted a lot more by kids who aren't of age to drive yet. You know, kids who are 15, 16, uh, even younger, you know, 12, even 13, younger, 14, sure. 14, you know. Yeah. You have kids who are whipping around on these bikes, um, and you know they don't necessarily understand that they have to follow the traffic laws too. Uh, I live on Eighth Street. If I had a dollar for every time a kid came from the Acme and whipped right onto, believe it's Haven Avenue right there, without even looking at at Eighth Street, I would be a rich man, and we wouldn't be be here you know um and and that's my biggest concern with it is you know i I would love my to get my son an e-bike i would love for him to be able to go and ride to his friend's houses and do whatever he needed to do you know for as bike friendly as ocean city is it's still very dangerous uh, out there on the roads well to that end so e-bikes were responsible for over 30% of all fatal bicycle accidents last year. And in uh, Ocean City or in No, no, no. This is this is a uh, uh US stats. Okay. So it's not an Ocean City specific uh issue. You know, they they are have become you know super popular in the United States. Yeah. I don't know about other countries, but all over they become super popular in the US. So that that stat is based on U.S. statistics. Thirty percent of all fatal bicycle accidents uh, were were e-bikes, and uh, it's estimated that emergency room visits involving e-bikes more than doubled between 2017 and 2021. So that's a that's a huge, you know, thirty percent plus is a huge percentage of, of, of fatalities. 
right? So that kind of gives you an idea of, of how many users there are now. And I agree. I think the problem is that, um, number one, you have, uh, you know, awareness of bicycle safety of in the 16 and below age range is is probably minimal right stopping at stop signs etc 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 right um yeah you're not classified as a pedestrian when you're on a bike no you're not you are a considered motor a motor vehicle. vehicle you're considered yeah. a motor you vehicle. can so if you're under 16 and you're doing this you can get a dui on a bike and you can and on a how, skateboard or a horse but you can on a bike that's right so. so how knowledgeable of the traffic laws are 13, 14, and 15-year-old kids, right? Minimally, yeah. um, right? Um, I think that's, that's a big problem. The other problem is you always have a small percentage of the population in anything that you talk about, in any issue. There's always a percentage of the population who um, just ignores the rules and regs, right? And our our problems, <laughs> you know. So th that's what we saw a lot of. Are these Sound kids like you're speaking from experience, there, Drew? Sure, absolutely. I was a ne'er do well at age sixteen. I but, you know, we, 60, we all but... encountered it in Ocean City where you'd be driving down West Avenue and you'd have a group of five or six um, kids on e-bikes and they'd be on both lanes of traffic and cutting in and out and, 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 and you know, kind of goading uh, uh, drivers into uh, hitting them or road rage or whatever they were they were trying to do they were they were just um uh you know being little little punks on their on their bikes and on their e-bikes and the e-bikes the, the the difference is obviously the speed right on a bike you're going to be a punk at 10 miles an hour on an e-bike you're going to be a punk at a at, at double the speed you know so the city has come out you know um and there are right now we gave them a shout out earlier. They're encouraging kids to wear their helmets. Um, you know, last year when um, one of the councilman's sons had an accident on the e-bike, uh, he got pretty banged up. They had a big push to uh, wear helmets with their e-bikes and stuff like that. You know, I'm just putting this out there not to tell anybody to do their job or anything. You know, I would encourage you guys to go in and talk to these sixth, seventh, eighth graders about bike safety and about the rules and following the rules and, you know, maybe issue a warning or two or station house correction, uh, if you will, for when you see these kids doing this kind of stuff, just to set the tone. Um, I know that it's not like to pick on you. It's just for your safety. Uh, Cause when the summertime comes and it gets busy, you know, there's a lot of people out here on vacation who are, can't figure out that the Island goes from, you know, first street to 60th street and in, in order going up and, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out their way. They're on vacation. Their minds are elsewhere. And if you're speeding around on your e-bike, you're setting yourself up for, uh, for disaster. 
potential. To yeah, they, they did. They, 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 uh, the OCPD um, did a kind of a positive campaign starting in January. Um, and we talked about this before where they yeah. rewarded kids for doing the, the, um, the, uh, the right thing, wearing their helmets and that kind of thing. Uh, but I think you're right. You know, hey, I'm old school, Dom. I think it should be scared straight. I think <laughs> should, I think the cops should go into the schools and, you know, get these kids who have e-bikes into a room and, you know, just yell in their face and and bring them down to bring them down to the jail. You it's know, 2024, Drew. It doesn't work that way anymore. Scared straight doesn't work with uh, no. e-bike riders. No. All right. No, definitely not. Sorry. So. So I'm, when you, we proposed this topic, I just got to thinking about this and I got to thinking about Ocean City and riding our bikes. And like, you know, my son, he's asking more and more now, hey, dad, can I ride my bike around the summer? Can I go out and, and go to my friend's house? Can I cross 9th Street? And I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know about this. You're, you're still young. You're still, you know, not really paying attention to everything all the time. Uh, you know, Betty's 11, right? Yeah, Betty's God forbid 11. you get a text message you know, mid ninth street, you're going to stop in the middle and check it. Cause right. Um, you have to, and I know we have Haven and Haven's kind of like the, the bike road uh, in ocean city. And that's great. And it, and it works well. It, it's definitely gotten me down the Island a few times with my kids on their bikes. However, there, there's nothing on Haven and Haven still got to get across West. And I don't know. Just doesn't seem to work. So what if we did this? And this is my cockamamie uh, proposal here. You got I'm, central I'm, now. I'm, now you have me on edge. I am. You know, I was involved in developing Haven Avenue as the as the North South Biker group back in the day. Okay. So now you have me like on edge. Like, what is Dom's big idea? I'm ready, man. So Great. you got you got central. It's central and either in Wesley or, or I would even say Asbury central and Asbury. Cause they go pretty far down. They go from fifth street all the way to 60th street. What if you make those say central central, you can only go South and Asbury, you can only go North and half of it is for bikes. And the other half is for cars. So you have essentially just one one lane of traffic for cars, and you have one lane of traffic that's all for bicycles in those on those roads. So all right, so let's let's say that Asbury. I'd say Asbury should go south. south. Asbury right, should so, go south. So cars will take up the current southbound lane, and bicycles can head south in the current northbound lane. Correct. And then central would be the opposite. Correct. And there you go. You're central to town. People are moving through. It's a safe thoroughfare for everybody. My biggest concern was what, what do you do with parking on the side where the bikes are? Because people are going to want to park. And, you know, parking, as we saw in the last, is like everyone's major concern here in Ocean City is not having enough parking. Um, you know, I think, though, if you had a safe place for everybody to ride their bike that was relatively close to town, and, and maybe we don't start this till like 14th Street 
or somewhere along those lines because in that downtown area you do have a lot going on um you know especially with the shops in asbury like that might be counterproductive to have it in that area um but say from like 14th 15th street on 15th street south you have these two bike lanes where people can get on their bike and cruise and and they're pretty safe but I, i think it should go i think it should go more from fifth on so so dom when i was involved in the in the biking. So it started with the mayor's advisory council on physical fitness and sports. And, and I was on that, on that, um, that on that board involved in, you know, trying to um, better the, the, this, the safe biking through town. And there was, there was, you know, people had some really good ideas and, I always learned to listen and and appreciate the ideas because that's a good idea. That really is a good idea. Um, but then you'd have the naysayers, right? Of course. And, yeah. And at the end of the day, you cannot you and I can agree that that's a good idea um but it's the, probably not going to work because of the parking um maybe maybe the parking is the issue um but i think the bigger issue is that thinking outside the box is the issue I, I'm being very honest with you. Thinking oh, no. outside the box is is really the issue. Yeah, like I mean, when you get be... when you get the Ocean City traffic. Um, what what's that department? The uh, uh, traffic control unit is that what they are? No, that yeah. doesn't sound right. I don't know. But the, the the traffic. Um, you know, they're very specific about things, and if you talk about taking. Asbury Avenue, the length of the island, and having it basically one way, minds are blown. You know, brain matter is being splattered all over the ceiling. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about that, though, like, say you're renting a house down in the 18 to 34 section of town. How much easier would it be to hop on your bike with your family and ride safely down the road? you know, you might alleviate a lot of the parking problems because people are more uh, likely to take a bike ride than they are to drive down that far, you know, because it's safer. Um, oh, they're oh, 100% agree. The, 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 the value of increasing the bikeability in Ocean City is off the charts, off yeah. the charts. That's what people want. I mean, if we had, you know, if we could, if we could blow up the island, and 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 rebuild you know bikeability would be probably in the top three from priority standpoint right people don't want to come to ocean city and drive they want to they want to walk and they want to bike if they can or they want to take their golf cart nowadays well nowadays 
I think that's 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 falling off a little bit. I think that I don't know. I think has, it's I think it's has, just starting. I think it's kind of. Yeah, I think it's past the peak. It's gonna come uh, back. I think. But the the walk. Excuse me a second. Oh, bless me. Um, if you know the when people come to the shore from Philly and surround the greater Philadelphia area, man, they want to, they want to park that car and they want to walk to the beach and the boardwalk and ride their bikes. And, you know, so the, the walkability and, and, and rideability in town would be, again, I, I think it would be top three on the priority list. No question about it. Well, there's still time. There's still, there's still some things we can do. Um, you know, to, to improve it, that's for sure. You know, with the summer fast approaching, you know, we all got to be a little more mindful of everybody out there. Uh, on their yeah, bikes. so, you know, the, the bottom line is, so the city at, at one point last, um, um, in June, uh, right around the same time that uh, the city was cracking down on the, uh, on the, um, the hostile youths, the hostile youths on the on the beach. The city introduced an ordinance prohibiting uh, e-bikes on the boardwalk. Do you remember that? I thought that was, got overturned. It did. It was it was a it was an ordinance that was introduced, um, and the public came out. Um, and really in in force and and mostly it was uh older people who you know ride their e-bikes because of um you know age related issues or physical disabilities and and they were really against it and it was also viewed as uh, uh potentially discriminatory towards um handicapped individuals. So they tabled that. And I think the, um, I think the, uh, the takeaway now from the administration and the city council is that, um, you know, e-bikes are here. They're here to stay. We need to educate, right. And we need to be responsible, but we can't, um, legislate e-bikes away. That's no. that's just that's just not something that is palatable to the public. Definitely, uh, not. we're not going to legislate them away. So uh, we have to be that we, being parents, right, and and the police need to be diligent in education and enforcement, right? Like if 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 Benny were to get an e-bike, um, you know, you just can't hand him an e-bike. That's, you know, irresponsible almost as a parent, right? You have to educate him on. So what kind of education did you give Anton when you gave him the e-bike? Uh, so this is going <laughs> to sound really freaking cheesy, but Aiden got, when Aiden learned to ride a bike, he got, um, Daddy's bike camp. All right. I taught him how to ride a bike. I took him down to Tennessee Avenue on the baseball fields. And then we moved into the parking lot. And then 
onto Tennessee Avenue, which is fairly low traffic. It was it was uh, it was Daddy Daddy's bike camp. When he got the e bike, he got Daddy's bike camp part two, and it was for real. I you know there is a difference between. I mean, I don't know how 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 fast do you do you ride on a on a cruiser, six miles seven, an hour, seven, eight, eight miles, miles an, an hour. hour. Yeah, there's a difference when you're doing twenty, and I don't buy twenty. You're going faster than twenty on those e-bikes. Yeah, I sure. think I think they're they're advertising twenty to to fit the the uh, legislation. Two. Yeah, but I think you're going faster. Um, there's a real there's a real difference there. Um, so I I I I was pretty pretty strict with with how he was he was uh, he was uh, you know introduced and kind of let loose on those things and i think that's that's a parent's man when you set a kid loose on an e-bike if you just set him loose you're doing you're doing that kid a disservice man you you gotta you gotta educate them 25 miles an hour on an e-bike is no freaking joke no so you know it's up to us as a community uh, and everyone in, in 96 days when you start to come visit, keep an eye out for the kids on the e-bikes. They're out there. They're not going anywhere. If you're on the boardwalk and you got an e-bike, be respectful because there are little kids learning how to ride a bike there for the first time. Why people decide to teach their kid how to ride their bike on a Saturday uh, on the 4th of July weekend on the boardwalk still blows my mind. Um, they do it, though. So if you're up there, that's you're on, the day the Airbnb have free, Dom. Hey man, listen. <laughs> just you know, if you're on your if you're on the boardwalk and you're on your e-bike, be respectful. It, it is not a, the Autobahn. Uh it is not. So anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Be respectful. Yeah. Mind the rules and do the right thing. And when you're out there driving, keep an extra eye out. Uh, you know, there are kids, there are community. Um, they could be kids from your community too, because you know, the Airbnbers, the week, the renters, the day trippers, some of them bring their bikes. So there's somebody's kid. Somebody's kid, definitely. No matter how old they are. All right, Drew. Well, uh, until next time, everyone. This has been the OCNJ Local, your podcast for everything happening here in America's greatest family resort. We're your hosts, Dominic Doherty and Drew Fazy. Before I say it, Dom, I gotta give you a shout out, man. You're just you're just killing with the pointing. You're just killing with the pointing in the right direction. I gotta I gotta give you props, my friend. You're just killing hey, if, it. If you uh, you know, if your computer ever you know can gets out of the Stone Age, uh, maybe we can upload these to YouTube here. We are your local guys.